Hello and welcome back to another edition of Films We Kinda Remember. I'm Sam. I'm Lisa. I'm Pete. And I'm Connor. And tonight we're going to be talking about Die Hard. And we're going to be trying to kind of remember it. So, let's start off at the start. Yep. A very good place. Yeah. So, who remembers how the fuck this film started? I do. I'm, yeah, correct. feel free to jump in at any time and, and correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe it opens on an aeroplane with police officer John McClane. And he's a nervous flyer. And he's talking to a fellow passenger mm-hmm. and he's sort of saying, oh, you nervous flyer, okay, first time, right. What you need to do, and this, incidentally, spoilers, by the, by the way, spoilers for the whole thing, right, in case we it's haven't established this. We're recounting... <laughs> 20 years is not enough. <laughs> it's 25 years, I have, you know, I went to it. No, it's more than that. It is more than that. It's, anyway, that's not the important. It's... So John McLean's a nervous flyer. This becomes a, a key plot point later on, not that he's a nervous flyer, but the fact that he has to take his shoes off uh, and make fists with his feet on a carpet. That's what this fellow passenger advises him to do. Because, as everyone knows, if you're feeling a bit nervous on a plane, mm-hmm. you need to punch the air that is below the plane in order to maintain the lift. I mean, <laughs> personally, I am, I am making fists with my feet right now on this plush carpet that you have. I'm not going to lie. It mm. is delicious. I can see. Let's just take a second here and just all... Appreciate the carpet. Why am this I is... the only one here I'm... who isn't barefoot? Get I mean, I, I feel sorry for you, my friend, because <laughs> you are missing out. I, I showered my feet earlier today, and they are just sucking up this delicious oh, lamb. That's good. Oh, I did a mind stink. This week's right. episode is brought to you by <laughs> Carpet Right. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah, next bit, Nakatomi Plaza. No, 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 this is the limo. Oh, of course, of course. First, See, first time driving the limo, first time running. Yes, we establish a key character. In, I in, always try and jump forward to Nakatomi Plaza because I have a big thing for phallic imagery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but... Hooey! Just does it for me. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. So, Pete, why don't you tell us about the limo? So... The plane lands, and they've sent a limo for John McClane. But uh, the limo driver is not expecting him to ride up front, so it's full of takeaways. Because yeah. <laughs> he's an everyday man. It's, yeah, it's his, it's his first time that. driving a limo. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. No such pleasures of the bourgeoisie. <laughs> yeah, he's one of us. Yeah. A he's, true pro. That's it. Then we get to Nakatomi Plaza. Then we get to Nakatomi Right, finally, yeah. fuck. Okay, so, office party, office Christmas party, everything's going crazy. Picture the last days of Rome. Mm. But in Nakatomi Plaza, things are going crazy, people are photocopying their butts, people are photocopying their dicks. They are just whamming them in there, in the photocopier, it's going to get messy, it's going to get stressy, but hey, it's going to get messy. Looks like a Greg sausage roll covered in icing sugar. (laughs) And let's face it, who doesn't want that at Christmas? Mm. So, John McClane pulls up. He's trying to uh, he's trying to schmooze his way in. This is what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's trying to schmooze his way in. He's talking to the people at the reception, and uh, you know he's, he's he's trying to find his ex-wife, current wife. His mm. uh, current wife. She's his current wife. wife. Yeah. I thought she was estranged. Estranged, uh, but still married. Yeah, they are I mean, still I'd married. Be, I'd, they're I'd, separated. I would be strange if I was married to John McClane. <laughs> You say she was a stranger when he when he met her. She's a stranger now. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like asking at the reception. He's like Holly McLean, and they're like, no, no Holly McLean here. And he's like "Mm, Holly Gennaro. And yeah, (laughs) she's using the name Gennaro, and they're not even divorced yet. Oh, Oh, Holly. To Holly, a dagger, a dagger in the heart oh. of John McLean. Ah, it's a simple that. He's like to take his shoes off on plane. <laughs> to make a fist. John <laughs> McLean. <laughs> to punch the air beneath the plane. But who will he punch now? How can he lower the pressure <laughs> beneath the air of the plane for when, a second? When there is no plane. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we meet the main protagonists. Mm. Mm. Uh, 
I start speaking like I knew what happened next. I don't. No. I don't like we've established so, that they're in the party. A gang, a um, gang of Germans led by a rogue Alan Rickman. No, no, no. His daughter. No. His daughter's there. Is she? His daughter. Is she? Hey? I thought his daughter. I was don't there. think his, his wife's there. there. His wife's there. His wife. He doesn't have his a daughter. Do- yet. His daughter's he's in the fourth. Film. And so he's in his wife's <laughs> office. I think. His daughter is. <laughs> Technically, there is a twinkle in her father's <laughs> eye. No, his daughter's in the film. Right. Which is like eight. I don't remember that. Oh, isn't she at home or something? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is the tiny little uh, With the definitely not racist Latin American babysitter. <laughs> Yeah, I I will admit I might be thinking of true lies. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Yeah. So he's in his he wife. He's not daughter in true lies either. No, that's his wife, isn't it? What <laughs> the fuck am I thinking about? Die Hard Four. Die Harder. We lost the plot. Yeah. But this is a film we kind of remember. Kind of remember. I man, I kind of, I will always kind of remember the part where. Every, like there are people in the boss's office, mm. and they are getting freaky, son. Oh yeah. yeah. With like they've got fruit cocktail everywhere because oh, yeah. it's the eighties. Oh man. Everywhere had fruit cocktail, yeah. but they didn't have just regular fruit cocktail. Oh, they had fruit cocktail with lime green chunks in. Oh. Yeah. Because mm. that's festive as. Split. Freak. I think we can swear. Are we, are we allowed think, to swear? I think yeah. I've sworn several times. In that case, that shit's right, festive yeah. as fuck. Dude. Demonetized. <laughs> the revenue. <laughs> you I never wanna... cross the streams. The revenue streams. I want to get to this bit. Right. Which bit? He's in his wife's office. He's taken his shoes off so that he can make fists with his feet dumb. on the plush carpet, right? It all and comes full then... circle. Cut to the reception, the lobby, and there's German terrorists German bursting in, gunning down security guards, puts the, the security guard suit on, takes his place at the reception, sits there watching TV, watching a baseball game. Nothing's happened. And they all get in the lift, all the terrorists, and then they pop out of the lift and in the party, and this is where the action really begins. This is where the party... This is Stop. That you can be welcome to, pal. <laughs> this is a revelation. This is like I'm watching the film all over again. I can more or less remember how it plays out. In, how did he escape from the terrorists yeah. in the first place? So you, this is on the he's same in the floor. room, segregated from the party. Right, he's separate from the party. Oh, I see. He just he sneaks. But he's got no shoes on. But he's like a job. And he hears all this stuff kicking off. He hears these these like. Guns might get fired in the air or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. He does. And he goes, oh, shit. Oh, and he just escapes into the vent. And lest we forget, the sales representative of the company. Ellis. 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 That bastard. <sighs> who's trying to, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to make it with John McClane's, John McClane's partner. Mm. Wife. Wife. Separated. Or no. daughter. Wife. Wife and wife daughter. And all daughters. Ellis and Nons. Oh, Ellis, no. I know it was the 80s, but you can't do that, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, John McLean escapes. John McLean escapes. Ellis, Ellis, tries, made to, up. Ellis tries to bargain with the terrorists and ends up in one of the most gory scenes that I remember seeing as a child oh. with his brain splattered all over the wall. Yeah, you jump in the head. Ditto. We are jumping with way We've missed, now I have a machine. What? Yeah. Am I thinking I mean, of Mr. Nakatomi? Mr. Oh, yeah. he does. Nakatomi yeah. gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah gets that's who we're afraid of. Mr. Yeah. Nakatomi gets it. Where, where you see his brain just go... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's Nakatomi. So, yeah. yeah, he's the first one to die, I think. So that's... Yeah. Yeah. Other than security guard. For those listening at home... Mr. Nakatomi is the guy whose uh, penis the tower represents. (laughs) (laughs) Because, let's face it, he has got a huge dong. He's got a magnum Mm -hmm. dong. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he wanted to build a tower to commemorate it. And in doing so, he hid his deepest treasures in the balls of this tower. And... (laughs) And these German bastards, led by Al... <laughs> Want to steal his balls? Can I interject with a fun bit of trivia here? Right? I, look, I was looking this up. Please. I was looking up Nakatomi Towers on Wikipedia a okay. while ago, and 
it is actually the Fox building in real life. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a real building in Los Angeles, and um, it's the Fox News building. There you go, fun bit of trivia. And it has a huge amount of gold bullion. Mm. Yeah, in the balls. Yeah. But John McClane is defending it. Mm. So you're so, stuffed. Yeah. Don't even try. I mean, everyone knows that the money is stored in, stored in the balls. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Where else are you going to put it? Just like the pee. That's, that's how you flow your wad... So close to being a good joke. I know. What? Gold money? Money is fiat currency for gold. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Make your own joke. I'm with you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Some assembly required. Just like the German terrorists wanted to pick up what Mr. Nakatomi put down in his balls of the cellar. Nice segue. Thanks. So, yeah. John Mm -hmm. McClane witnesses Mr. Nakatomi getting... Executed his brains, his brains blowed out all over his nice fancy office. Absolutely deadified. D E double D dead. What happens next? Uh, he calls so, the police or something. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Does he, does he get the machine gun before he calls the police? He has to kill a terrorist to get the machine gun. At what point does he start crawling through vents? He's oh, like right, right away. Up there. Okay. Right away. That's... So what I'm realising is that I remember approximately 40% of this film, mm. and it's entirely towards the end. Uh, I thought he crawls through a vent early on, but... No, because he says that, now I know what a TV dinner feels like. <laughs> like... Yeah. So Mr. Nakatomi dies. Mm-hmm. The, the Germans... I can't even remember if they make him at that point. I don't think at that point they know he's loose yet. At what point do they shoot the glass? No! Right! He goes to the roof and radios the police. That draws out... No, it doesn't. No, he activates a fire alarm. Fire alarm. That draws the out the first terrorist, kills the first terrorist. All the terrorists in the world I've got to kill one with feet smaller than my sister. Mm-hmm. So he can't but he gets the shoes. machine. Yeah. Oh, because he has to find yes. shoes. Yeah, because he's barefoot. Yes. That's why he has to find shoes. Yes. And, that's and why then he's like, Schlesen das Fenster. What? Shoot the glass. Which doesn't make sense because he'd just say, shoot the glass again in German. Yeah. The Germans who speak English. Shoot the glass. For the benefit of the English-speaking audience, I am Hans Kober. I am also German. I'm your buddy. Shoot the glass. <laughs> Thank you. Also, five members of Asian Dawn. <laughs> Who? I saw them on 60 Minutes. <laughs> I saw them on 60 Minutes. <laughs> and they were sitting on a beach earning 20%. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt there. Killed a terrorist with oh, yes. feet smaller than his sister. Yes. So he can't wear the shoes. But, but he what he can machine. do is take his machine gun and then right on the terrorist. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Now no. I have a machine gun. And put him in the lift. All right. Hang on a minute. When, uh, <laughs> I don't want to feel like I'm taking this backwards, but who, why, why his sister? What? What? No. Of all the terrorists in the world, I've got to kill one with feet smaller than my sister. I don't sorry. know why. Why? No so, idea. Maybe his sister has small feet. Pete, can you do it in a John McClane? <laughs> all, the all the terrorists in the world are going to kill one with feet smaller than my sister. So this isn't one where I'm just like right. behind the times. I'm just This is just no, this a is non-secretary just even in the film. It's a key yeah. plot point. right? Remember at the start how I said the dude on the plane told him to take his shoes off and yeah. fists with his feet. He's got no shoes on. He's just killed a terrorist yeah. with feet smaller than his sister, so he can't who presumably shoes. has feet smaller than John McClane. Ah, so, so he, he can't, can't wear his wear shoes. Can't wear terrorist's shoes. I get it. What if John this McClane... is the main plot point in the film, sorry. What if John McClane's sister has really big feet? But his are just big. And his are just small. Just... Like, everyone's feet are smaller than his sister's. <laughs> like, small. She's a clown. I mean, like... <laughs> Alright, John, welcome home! <laughs> Comically, like, really too big shoes would be no good to an iPhone. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, so maybe. Well, you could just put newspaper in the toes. I suppose so. And then, like, or or, or the big. glass that they shoot out. <laughs> <laughs> duct tape. He loves duct tape. He does like duct tape. Christmas duct tape. Christmas duct tape. Mm-hmm. Which is foreshadowing for the later acts. Dun, dun. Is that revealed at some early part in the 
film that he likes duct tape. <laughs> no. I don't think so. No. No, that would be funny. I think we're making this up. I don't think he's that kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm realising how, how I did not remember as much as I even thought I remembered. So... What you're saying is basically just canon to me. <laughs> so treat that with respect, please. And just <laughs> beware. Don't be reckless. At this point, the T-Rex appeared. <laughs> That's a great bit. I love that. Yeah. That's oh, a man. different movie with Bob oh, Hoskins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got us. You played... Oh. Sorry, yeah, that you was... hit us with the old Bob Hoskins. Sorry, alike. that was Zulu. You know, when Tom Hoskins isn't in that. No, 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 no. That was another film. You're thinking of who framed Roger Rabbit. Because we were talking about, I can't even remember what film, but we were talking about a film with Bob Hoskins in it. No. Mario. Mario. Yeah, we were talking about Mario. No, he right? was in Mario. He was. It was Bob Hoskins. No, it wasn't. It was Bob Hoskins. No, Bob Hoskins. No, that was Stanley DeVito in Mario. It was Bob Hoskins. I, I swear to God. I have never seen I'm, You are not gaslighting me, son. <laughs> I am resistant to all kind of mental <laughs> effects. And so, no, Bob Hoskins was in Mario and he wasn't in Die Hard. Who's Bob Hoskins, man? Are you all right? He was a socialist actor who, who was a generally nice guy. What, Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito is also a socialist actor who is a nice guy. Oh, I'm sorry. The mic clearly picked that up there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... Just call you all to order. Okay, okay. Order! Don't <laughs> you burk out me. <laughs> so where were we? He's killed a terrorist. So anyway, yeah, John McClane's killed a terrorist and written, ho, 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 welcome, oh, fucking, now I have a machine gun. Can I ask a question here? Is it, what, is it a different terrorist that he kills by crawling under the table and shooting him in the knob? Yes. This is different. That happens... Later. 37 minutes and 42 seconds <laughs> into the film. No, I can tell you that. Right, so, yeah. so I think the next bit after he kills a terrorist, the next major bit is uh, the police turn up. Yeah, that the, one to re- They're responding guy. to the fire alarm. Mm. I like how you're looking at me. Yes, right, so the <laughs> policeman <laughs> turns up, responding to the fire alarm. In <laughs> Walks into the... Uh, randomly now Texan terrorist the one who isn't a German who is working on the security desk because I'm assuming he can pass for the most American mm. this is not quite accurate but I'll correct you in a bit fair enough uh, security new new fake security man convinces policeman nothing's wrong policeman walks out just as policeman's getting in car to leave John McClane decides to shoot out of the window at whatever's yeah, that's there right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Am, I, am I close there that does all happen but what the th- what happens is around. he's activated the fire alarm, right? Yes. He's looking out the window, he's going, here they come, here they come, and he's watching oh, no, the fire, fire engine yes, coming. Fire engine. And then, the and then it gets called off. Yeah. They like deactivate the alarm and they go false alarm and they turn around and he's like, no, 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 what are you doing? And then once, I don't know if this is before or after he's killed the first terrorist, but he gets one of their radios, right? And he is uses he it to co- uh, contact an emergency channel. I remember this. Yeah. And um, the, the operator's roof. going, sir, this is an emergency channel, what are you doing? He's like, no shit, lady. This is an emergency. I'm not ordering a fucking pizza. <laughs> yes. And then the police officer, yeah. they send no, one right. squad car. He comes in, he talks to the security guard, and he's like, mm, nothing happening That's here. Great. I'm just watching the game, and I've got a bet on or something. Everything's um, all good, Pilgrim. Yeah. We're just average, everyday Texans here in this Nakatomi Plaza. That's right. And, um, then, and then, like, he kind of leans in and he says, and now it's war. I pull my gun. I was just a rookie officer, and he just keeps explaining his fucking backstory yeah. to everyone. Like Electric that's what again. That's foreshadowing to and to a later point in the uh, film. But he was he Texas Red? No, he's he's not got a big iron. He's got like a stub thirty eight. <laughs> that's what, that's what they all say. Hey man, it's not the size that counts. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Leaves because he's convinced that nothing's happening. Oh, and so wait. then John McClane's like, Sorry, I've got to chuck a body out the window basically if I want anything done in this town. So he hills a dead terrorist out the window and it lands on the cop's car. And then everyone starts shooting at the cop for some reason. The terrorist that he throws out of the window is actually the one you were on about where he shoots him through the table. Yeah, I've oh. missed that bit. Mm. Gets him with the We're most shameful shot of all mm. the dick shot. <laughs> 
You don't go, you don't deal with a terrorist situation by shooting a man in the dick. I mean, John McClane does. What the hell, John? But you were supposed to be the good guy. You're supposed to be the hero in this maneuver, in this film. And you just, you just went onto a co- the coward's coffee table <laughs> and you shot a man in his dick. Also, like, why does the terrorist think it's the best strategy is to get on top of the table, which obviously has open sides, to, to shoot. shoot blindly through it to try and kill him? What is this coffee table made out of? Like, like really, really good wood. Thick steel? <laughs> no, no, this is a fine mahogany coffee table, yeah. sir. You have ruined it and been shot in the dick. Suffer your penance and die. <laughs> good advice. Be thrown from a window, you Mm. Antique Rocho would have a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that to caught me by surprise. I was sneakily taking a sip of my drink. <laughs> They'll have Fiona Bruce on you. Fiona Bruce would scratch your fucking eyes out. <laughs> so tonight on Antiques Rocho in this country. <laughs> Look what he did to this lovely mahogany coffee table. Look at the mother of pearl inlay. Now let's inlay his balls <laughs> through a coffee table <laughs> with John McLean's gun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, a terrorist has been thrown out of the window. A policeman is frightened. The fire service may be coming, maybe not. Someone's trying to watch the game and they've got a big bet on it. What will happen next? Tune in for Die Hard. <laughs> Again. Die Hard, Die Harder. What's the next one? Die More Hardly. Hardy, hardy Boys. Hardly, hardly, hardly Dead. Hardly Dead. Hardly, 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 hardly Dead. Die hard. Death, I hardly know ye. <laughs> and, that, I mean, that's that's a, and that's a great place for a break. Let's uh, let's take a couple of minutes to hear from our sponsors. Okay. When I'm trying to sleep at night, I love listening lying down on my simple mattress. Oh, these guys, um, it's like lying in a pussy. It's fantastic. <laughs> It's warm. It's warm, and it comes in this amazing box, <laughs> just like me, <laughs> just like I do. <laughs> this is a big. <laughs> when I think home security, I think dogs. <laughs> Simply safe. Now with boys, just fucking dogs. <laughs> If they don't know you, they'll fucking eat you. They'll eat your leg, your arm, maybe even your child. It's dogs. Simply say, the better way for dogs. Feed your dog now. Ask me how. Answer my fucking door and be eaten by dogs. Hey, Vanessa, you look fantastic today. Thanks, Greg. I use fucking coconut bullshit in my head. <laughs> That's right, I use nothing but freshly ground coconut bullshit for three weeks. And now I have the hair of a mountain lion. It's full of ticks and a pelt. Nakatomi Plus. John McLean is trying to meet up with his estranged wife who has stopped using his last name because it's the 80s. That's kind of important. And as if things weren't bad enough, a group of freelance terrorists has taken over the building, are trying to drill into the vault downstairs, and Mr. Nakatomi's brain has been splattered all over his office. John McLean has already used up all of his uh, cards that he had in his deck by punching the floor with his clenched feet <laughs> and shooting a d- guy in the dick. <laughs> so let's rejoin the gang as we find out what the fuck happens next, because I sure as hell don't fucking know. <laughs> That's become apparent from this discussion. And so, yes. Okay, as I remember it, 
the police turn up now as yeah. one of them has a squad car that has been turned into Swiss cheese. Yes. And there is a squad of specialist police who are moving two by two standard cover formation That's right. towards the door. And around the same time, there is an RV, which very quickly gets nicknamed the quarterback, as it has turned toast, using some kind of missile that the terrorists have as yet not declared. Mm. Meanwhile, I believe Mr. German, Hans Gruber, is still vaguely threatening hostages. You say RV, (laughs) as in like... (laughs) Like a mobile home. <laughs> Someone's driving a caravan up to Nakatomi Plaza. Do you mean? Do you mean? Do you mean an, an APC? It is an APC. An armored personnel carrier. It is not, genuinely not, an APC. Not a recreational vehicle. Not, not, a re- <laughs> not, not something where you know. Oh, you wake up and you're in a campsite in in the Adirondacks and you can you can make some hash browns. Chemical oh, toilet. Chemical toilet. Cook meth. No, it is genuinely... Really nice shower. It is an APC, but for some reason they refer to it as an RV. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Riot vehicle. Possibly. Might be right. Armoured vehicle. Maybe they're just using R instead of... Armour. Ah. Yeah. Uh, uh, classic right. Yanks. Cool. <laughs> 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 what will they think of next? <laughs> with their crazy abbreviations. Like... USA. <laughs> <laughs> And UK yes. <laughs> and and, and CBT. Oh no, it's cock and ball torture. Sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, I was going chemical, biological. Nothing. Oh, no, it was cognitive behavioural therapy. <laughs> See, the problem is, I, I occasionally do work with psychiatry mm-hmm. uh, with a psychiatry company, and whenever they funny. mention CBT or cognitive <laughs> behavioural therapy, my head automatically <laughs> translates into cock and ball torture. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to recommend you for a course of CBT. I'm like, fuck no, I don't want that. No, no. it doesn't work for everyone. <laughs> don't yuck my yum, but fuck. <laughs> anyway, back to John McClane. Who, who knows what happens next? Who knows? I'd like to find out. I sure would too, pal. I sure would too. What does? So they blow up the. RV, I'm doing yeah. air quotes. Air quotes here. And then isn't that the point when like the cops are all like, mm, we've got to get the big boys in here, so then they get a helicopter coming in, and you've yeah. got that guy in there who's like, I was in Nam, or <laughs> help me out here, I'm lost. Okay, so they call in the big boys. John McLean is still making nice little scrunchies. He's like, he's, John McLean is basically a cat. And here's why. Because he will constantly make biscuits or scrunch the floor with his feet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he's not wearing shoes. He likes to hang around in places where no one can see him. Mm-hmm. And if you try and mess with his tummy, <laughs> he will shoot you with an AR-15. <laughs> it's bad that I really I want a John McClane. Now. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say it right now. The first cat that you guys get <laughs> John has to be called John, John McClane. <laughs> I will take that. Yeah. And it will it's happening. True. It is happening. That is documented. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the kitty pal. <laughs> okay, oh, so okay. John McLean is making some biscuits or yep. eating uh, drinking someone's, warm milk. Someone's giving him some cream. <laughs> someone's, he's lapping it up. He's lapping it up. Someone's left out some, I don't know, Weetabix. I don't know what that is. <laughs> somebody's he's given just, him too many dreamies and now he's gained like two pounds and or, can't jump up the fence anymore. He's just, no, he's stuck in the, no, he's stuck <laughs> in the fence. <laughs> or he's just walked into the kitchen and... There's nothing on the floor, but he's just found a tasty bit of floor. He's licking it. <laughs> John, John McLean is currently staring at an office corner in Nakatomi Plaza, and no one knows what he's staring at, but everyone's a bit worried. <laughs> is it a bug? Tell me it's a bug. Let it be a bug. Let it not be ghosts. Because I've read down the line that if your cat's just staring at something like a corner, then it's probably something wrong with it. It's going to die. Yeah, it's either that or it's ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. 
But yeah, so John McLean <laughs> is uh, following a trail of dreamies through a <laughs> air vent. And we are currently at the point where Hans Gruber realises that this might be a problem. <laughs> there is a rogue element in mm. his otherwise flawless plan, and he needs to put a stop to it. Mm. His, flawless, his flawless German plan. German. What? That wall. That wall is going to flawless. German plan. <laughs> I've just not spoken in a while. That's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So, John McLean is trying to draw out more of the terrorists so he can deal with them as he sees fit. Yes. Because John McLean is a merciless killing machine. Mm-hmm. You know, by knocking them off shelves. <laughs> just in, into the bathtub. Just batting them. <laughs> Getting, getting tangled in mm. little photos of him. I can has cheeseburger. <laughs> Luring them into rubbing his belly. That's Worst kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who can't see right now, I'm currently re- like stretching out on the chair that I'm in and just going, just rubbing my belly, going, Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> so difficult to <laughs> It really is a sight. <laughs> Welcome to the party, <laughs> So, John McLean is luring people into his belly and he's drawn out not the biggest, scariest terrorist, uh-uh. but the biggest, scariest terrorist's brother. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, he did. No, not at this point. What, the fancy blonde boy? The fancy blonde boy? No, no, Dra- no, no. Draco Malfoy, the fancy blonde boy? No, but the fancy blonde boy isn't Hans Gruber's brother. No, no, he's, he's the biggest, scariest terrorist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one who's like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And stay. No, wait, he's not Schwarzenegger. They're not that German. No, no. Wait, he's not, not German. He's Austrian. No, he's Austrian. Yeah, yeah. Fancy blonde boy. Draco Malfoy, the fancy blonde boy, who's holding up Nekatomi Plaza as the old limerick goes, <laughs> as the old folk crime goes, is being drawn out by John McClane. And is killed by John mm. McClane. Very safe. Or is he? No, he, he, he is. He, he totally is. is. Not first time. Nah, nah. His brother. He come back. Oh no, the brother's dead. The brother's the one he got a machine gun from. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. But he does kill, in inverted commas, the fancy blonde boy by stringing him up on some chains. Yeah. I, I, I remember this pit. Why, why, yeah. don't you take over, why don't you take over from the... Yeah, you do. Uh, well, come on, tag him. Well, he's not actually quite dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> you what? What do you mean? We've got our best cat in there. We've got in there. <laughs> No, he's, he's, he's there hanging hang, from the chains. Uh, and then McLean goes after a big nasty German who is the only one left at this point mm. and has his wife hostage. We forgot that bit. Oh no. We forgot that. He's also whole... running out of bullets. It's all going horribly wrong. <gasps> We've forgotten a whole other bit though. <clears throat> which is that. McLean's gone up to well, uh, yeah, we've missed a few bits here. <laughs> John McLean's gone up to the roof, right? For reasons I can't remember, and he meets Hans Gruber up there, but he doesn't know he's Hans Gruber, right? And Hans Gruber poses as someone else who's escaped from the party, and he does a tricky American accent. He's like, "Oh, what, oh, what's going on, man? You're gonna shoot me?" And then um, because otherwise, you definitely tell that he was German yeah. and nothing else. No, just. A definitely, German man. Definitely a German. Just speaking accent. German. Yeah. In a German accent. But he's speaking English in an American accent. Mm. And he says, What's your name? And they're smoking cigarettes together. And he says a name. And John McLean can see the list of names which is on the wall for some reason. And yeah, it's up there. Because I guess every company. Maybe this is an American thing, I don't know, but they just list all their employees' names <laughs> on the wall where they're easily readable. Ah, uh, yes. Unless um, like a hall so, of the dead. Yeah, McLean's like, yeah, checks out. <laughs> it's an odd name, but it checks out. <laughs> and so he gives him a gun. He's like, all right, yeah, well, let's team up. He gives him a gun. 
And uh, Hans Gruber, when, when John McLean's back's turned, Hans Gruber points the gun at him and he says some German into the radio and I don't speak German and what he says. And then he goes, Ich nichten lichten. I have a gun now. Lichten. <laughs> Click. And John McLean goes, ah, no bullets. You think I'm stupid, Hans? Oh. Well, great scene. Well, good scene. Sorry. Uh, just to interject, we have been missing one of the key phrases from the entire film. Go on. Now, y'all know it. coming up. Speak after me. One, two, three. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. We'll, we'll do that bit later. We'll also That's going in the intro. Yes, <laughs> it is. That's quite a good idea. <laughs> so then, like, later on, I don't quite know where this fits in, but McLean's going like, why? He's trying to think to himself, he's like, why are we on the roof? Why was Hans Gruber up on the roof? Am I high? Get it. <laughs> why am I a cat? Was he up there? I I shouldn't have done all like crack earlier. <laughs> so I certainly be... shouldn't have done the PCP. <laughs> in the limo. <laughs> oh, no. I definitely shouldn't have said it was illegal. <laughs> oh crap! It's too hot today. <laughs> it's too full of terrorists today. I mean, it actually is. So John McLean's trying to figure out why Hans Gruber was on the roof because it doesn't make any sense. Why would he be up there? So he goes back up to check, and it turns out the roof is rigged with flipping plastic explosive. It's rigged to blow, right? The whole thing was rigged to blow. It's rigged to blow. The terrorists are moving all of the party goers up to the roof, right? And their whole thing, what they're telling the police is, we're getting a helicopter in, the helicopter's going to evacuate all the hostages. Uh, but actually, the roof's like to blow. Oh, my and God. at this point oh, is when the helicopter's coming in. It's, it's like a American 16-year-old's party, from what I can tell from the things that I've seen on, on TV. Come on down, we'll have a couple of drinks. <laughs> Skyscraper. Maybe green. Get blown on Nectar and Plaza. <laughs> when they said that, it was going to get blown on Nectar and Plaza. <laughs> I'm a 16. I, I, thought, I thought I was going to put my big ra- mouth around the shaft of Nakatomi Plaza. And just... <laughs> but this is ridiculous! <laughs> and just woof it down. <laughs> Just hoon down a big old skyscraper. This sounds like a Chuck Tingle novel. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what happens. But that's not what happens not. at all. Because John McClane's on the case. Mm. Now, why don't you tell us what John McCain... John, McC- John McCain. John that McCain. Guy who makes, <laughs> the guy who makes all the chips. <laughs> And who ran for vice president or something? I don't know. I, I was thinking about the, the chips. Vice president. I was thinking about the guy who makes McCain's no, chips. For, I don't know. <laughs> the guy who did all the what? oven chips and then ran for president. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but my mind went to. Uh, did you ever watch America's Wildest Police Chases? No. Retired Sheriff John Bunnell. <laughs> <laughs> what the real hero of the Nakatomi Plaza suit? <laughs> it's not him. No, no. He is now. I spent nine hours stood on the street outside the Tonkonoma Dominic Plaza (laughs) and I saw some pretty crazy action and I can tell you it was left in less than prison on the rest of my career. I could never stop looking at photos of Aubrey Plaza. Every time I see a plaza, I start to get suspicious. <laughs> I always enjoyed the Pokemon Rayquaza, but uh, ever since Nakatomi was Brazier, I couldn't help but think that they had something else going on behind those weird red eyebrows of his. Turns out that wacky German hadn't got a helicopter at all. <laughs> and in fact, he was just trying to get away with the gold, which is what I think every time I go to Paris. Now let's see if those Duke boys learn to fly. <laughs> Those staff flapping their arms. <laughs> but nevertheless, I retired with a health policeman's pinch hole. <laughs> And it has led me to this place now. I'm doing this interview with you, sir. And it was about that time I realized John McCain was actually a pseudonym. <laughs> and that's why I vote for him for president. 
Oh, it's probably a hometown boy. <laughs> this isn't Die Hard. You're now the, the cop from the James Bond films. So anyway, John McLean has now set up a very successful line of oven chips. And... <laughs> Gone to live in the deep south. Made made friends with the policeman and gone to live in the deep south. And uh, to be honest, I am loving this version of uh, of Die Hard even more than this, I, this is the only version. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, this is better than Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, yeah. Personally, like I I I feel that it's mm. better than like you know. I can't wait for this to be made into a mini-series. <laughs> a Netflix original. It is, it is my favourite film to watch when winter is coming. Yeah. And so am I. Wait, is she being a box? die hard now? <laughs> Off Nakatomi Park. <laughs> <laughs> just going to go jacket on Nakatomi. Just going to turn that cop car into Swiss cheese. I mean, I have, I have a... T- <laughs> Terrorists. You are not Terrorists. <laughs> You are cowards. I will make you terrorists. <laughs> Man, these new, these new recruitment videos are getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> I mean, those ISIS videos, they started off with a pretty catchy yeah. tune. Oh, Sean, no. And then they got Sean Bean. I mean, he, you know, he's just, he's, just a, he's just a grafting actor at the end of the day. He will go for whatever the, wherever the money is. And if it means taking on a commission for a terrorist recruitment agency that wants to take down specifically phallic skyscrapers, <laughs> he will do Asian it. Asian Dawn. <laughs> He's your man. I saw him on 60 Minutes, actually. Are we going to get sued by Sean B? I'm going to get sued so. by fucking someone. I hope so. so. It'll be an experience. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Have so, we got to the bit yeah where, where Ellis tries to negotiate with the terrorists? I think we, we accidentally I think we missed that, that and went but, about an hour further yeah. forward. Mm. So this guy who's trying to bone Holly McLean Nay Gennaro. is that his daughter slash wife? His wife, yes. wife. <laughs> not daughter, not daughter, not his wife. daughter, his wife. Goes wink, wink. So he, he gets a bit cocky yeah, and he goes right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get something. I'm gonna try and negotiate with this terrorist. And she's like, that's a bit dangerous. Like, and he goes, darling. He doesn't use, he doesn't say this accent. He goes, I negotiate million dollar business deals for breakfast. I think I can handle a few terrorists. To be fair to him, mm. it was the eighties. There was a lot of cocaine. The, that is true. And what he, he was doing a lot of cocaine. He is, I believe, he's actually pictured in the actual film doing, doing a lot of cocaine. When you're coked out of your mind, you can negotiate anything. I mean, mostly you can negotiate more cocaine up your own nose, <laughs> very, very easily. It doesn't take a lot to be a cocaine salesman. <laughs> Do you want some more cocaine? Yes. Yeah. Great. <laughs> So he goes in and tries to negotiate with Hans Gruber and his gang. Isn't one of his demands a Coke? Yeah. Like, as in a Coca-Cola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Not a cocaine. And he's just there like, I want a Coke. And they bring him a Coca-Cola and he's like, not going to complain. I'm not going to complain. Just, argue. Thank you. And they pour it in, in a glass and everything, and it's all luxurious. And he's saying, because he's what he's trying to do, right, is he's trying to convince John McClane to hand himself in or something. Or he's trying, yeah. to, he's mm-hmm. trying to like get John McClane, because he's, he's talking to him on the radio, and he's going like, come on, man. Like, you're really... You're killing me here. Stitching us up here. What, what are you doing? Why are you killing all these terrorists? Why don't you just like come and let them get the gold or whatever? And Hans Gruber starts waving a gun in his face and he's like, dude, this is radio, not TV. What are you doing? <laughs> um, well, silly Ellis, because basically Hans Gruber thinks that because this guy knows John McLean so well and, and John McLean's going like, you don't know me, man. You don't know me. But, because he's yeah. trying to say he's he's trying to save Ellis. He's trying to save like, him. You don't know me. You don't know me. I don't know this guy. I'm trying to save you here. That part. 
Like the subtext is, if you pretend you don't know me, you, know. you won't be shot in the mm. face by Hans Gruber. Mm. He gets shot in the face by Hans Gruber. He does. Oh, all the way through the face. All the way. Right through the face. I mean, oh. we spoiled this like 15 minutes ago. The best way to describe it would be a bullet exits the back of his face mm. and then goes further. Mm. Yeah. And that's bad. A Detroit facelift. It doesn't do many. Speaking as a speaking as a, a licensed doctor, mm. I'm not. You get your license. Yes, he is. <laughs> a bullet through the front of the face and then into the back of the face and then and then out the front of the back of the head <laughs> is not a good idea. No. I would medically, speaking as a doctor again, which I'm not. Advise against it. You'd not advise against it. Wait, what? No. <laughs> you would not. You would not, not, not advise, advise against, against it. it. I would definitely not, not advise against it. Thanks yeah. for clearing that up. You would advise though, one way or the other. I do advise. Sir. Please don't treat this as genuine medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> don't sue us, Sean Bean, please. Any advice given by Connor Lyme during this podcast should not be treated as medical advice. Do not treat this as a genuine medical podcast. Thank you for listening. And here's a word from our sponsor. Bastards! Are they all bastards? That's why you need insurance. (laughs) At Bastards and Bastards Insurance... We insure you against every kind of bastard. Oh, you've hit my car, bastard. Oh, my plumbing's gone, bastard. How do I stop these bastard kids on my lawn? Bastard. But bastard's advice. My internet is operating at a slightly lower bitrate than I would actually enjoy while watching Twitch.tv. Shut up. (laughs) At bastards.com, we can figure out how to stop all of your minor problems. Ugh. What about this consistent itch in my nethers? We've got a chain. Well, no, we've not got a chainsaw. That's that's excessive. We we've got we've got a slightly sharpened set of fingernails. We can fix that. Bastards. <laughs> But bastards and co, what about the slightly and increasingly surreal situations that you're creating, which could be misconstrued as an attempt to create levity? Well, at bastardsandbastards.co.uk, we can fix that by ending this commercial now. Terms and conditions apply. So, I think the next bit is the um, all the hostages are being shipped up to the roof because the terrorists want to escape in a helicopter, and the police slash FBI have got them this helicopter right, and it's speeding in through the streets of LA. And um, but then at this point, John McClane knows the roof has got bombs on it and it's rigged to blow, and so he wants all the hostages to get back downstairs, and so he starts firing his gun in the air. And the, ter- the helicopter, they see this and they're like, there's a terrorist down on the roof. I'm going to waste this son of a bitch. And they start shooting at him. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm one of the good guys. How did you not know the fact that, you know, I'm waving the a machine gun in the air, crazy terrifying man. all the hostages. I'm clearly one of the good guys. Duh, how did you not know this, right? So he scares all of the hostages down. How did the... Uh, how did the police in the helicopter know that this crazy shoeless man in a dirty shirt isn't a terrorist who's firing an automatic weapon up into the air. It's, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it yeah. really speaks to, you know, the, the, the current state of the police system. <laughs> so anyway, they get the terrorists successfully down. I keep saying, this is really confusing for a film about hostages and terrorists. I keep getting the teams wrong. So I can see, I can understand the police's confusion here. Uh, I I see you're a... uh, You played Counter-Strike as well. (laughs) Many times. Mm. 1v1 me on dust. I prefer not to. So they get all the hostages downstairs, just in time. When the bombs get blown up on the roof, 
But also just in time, John McClane's managed to jump off the roof attached to a fire hose. <laughs> and then he smashes in through the, he like swings in and he has to like break the windows and get in. A fire hose? A fire hose. Where did you get the fire hose from? It's on the roof, it's obviously. It's in a box. It's you know, just like there. one of those real um, big, on like a big drum reel thingy. Right. And he ties it around himself, and he's just like, well, I don't know, like a nineteen twenties firefighter. Like, has he been locked out of the door or something? Why does he have to jump off the roof instead of just the helicopter's going? still trying to kill him. Right. That's right. Where's his daughter in all this? So, wife. His, in all this. his daughter is very far <laughs> away. <laughs> his wife. Where is his These wife in very all this? Small. With she, all the hostages, I think. Yeah. Okay. She's in the lobby. Mm. Nothing untoward is... She's eating some peanuts. No, she's, she's been, a good time. No, she's been taken hostage by a big nasty terrorist at this point. Because Kariba's worked out... She's figured it out. ...that Holly Gennaro is actually Holly McLean. Yeah. So mm. she's being held hostage it's by... It's the daughter that gave it away. And this is why it's relevant right. that she's not taken his name. Yeah, yes. I'm yeah. remembering now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So what's next? So he swings in through the window. Yes. He's in an abandoned office area. Yes. He's trying to shoot his way through. And then... Push loose the glass. <laughs> what? Shut the glass! <laughs> ich nicht den Lichten. Shut So they shoot the glass. So they shoot the glass. And John McClane has to literally walk through broken glass. Mm. And this brings it back to the fact he has no shoes. Exactly. Which is one of one of the three scenes I remember. Mm. Yeah, we're piecing it together. I remember this. Can I? I'm going to try and describe it. So, because this is the one one of the main things I remember. So, he's got this glass on the floor. He's got his feet, but he's not just got bare feet. He's wrapped some shit around it. In order to not fuck his feet up while he's doing all this other crazy terrorist fighting shit. So he's like, right, I've got my feet. I've got no shoes. I've got me wraps that I've done something with. I can't remember where he got them from. Uh, maybe it was a shirt from a person that worked in the office that gave it to him. I can't remember. But he walks through the glass with the feet. But only the soles are covered. The toes are free because that says that he's barefoot, and it really hurts, and he's bleeding. And that adds to the fact that John McClane is struggling through a struggle. He's he's persevering on, you know, when he's facing adversity. And uh, he there's, yeah, the window, and that's all I remember. Mm. Um, Nailed it. How close was I? I don't yeah. think he wraps things around his feet before. I think he just runs across the glass because he's in a gunfight. But he ties it around after that because his feet are bleeding. Yeah, cool. The one thing, the one thing that I thought I could remember. From no this problem. It's gone. It's gone. gone. And it's gone, and that's fine. <laughs> so, what on? happens next? I think next is the showdown. Mm, I think so. So he's got he's got an MP5 with one bullet. Mm. And his M9 pistol with one bullet. But he doesn't want the terrorists to know. But he's got the M9 pistol. Oh no. Sorry, no. The Beretta's got two bullets. The MP5's empty. Oh. So he he turns up to the main terrorists. And there's there's two of them left. And he's there with the MP5. And he's pointing it at them. And then they say, you've got to put that down. So he throws it away. And in comes John McClane's fetish for duct tape. <laughs> Christmas themed duct tape. Once again. Because when you're in a party, well, welcome to the party, pal. I'm just going to keep saying that. So, John McClane is told to throw down his weapon by an irate Hans Gruber. All of his plans have been wrought to ruin. And John McClane is going to do things the only way that he knows how. With some duct tape and a gun strapped to his back. You see him look at the duct tape. And then he enters into a a long and strong dialogue with Hans Gruber. Talking about 
why why are you doing this? Why why are you gonna mess with these people on Christmas? In a German accent. Well, well, no, John he's, he's, he's John McLean speaking, so um, Hans Gruber's replying in a German accent. Yeah. Flawless. Mm-hmm. Flawless. Why but you know what Hans Gruber replies with? Yippee Motherfuck. Yes. Oh he does. shit. He does. And then there's That's a creepy right. laugh. And he pulls his. They <laughs> all start laughing together. <laughs> and John McClane quick draws, snapping off the duct tape from his back because he's got no hair and it doesn't hurt him too much. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, he causes yeah. a lot of pain. And he does a big old choo choo. And John McClane, not John McClane, Hans Gruber falls out the but he grabs hold of the Rolex, which we forgot to mention earlier. So the Rolex was a company gift mm. that Ellis makes some kind of weird deal out of. And I don't particularly understand why. Um, this might be a bad time to bring up, but who's that Ellis? <laughs> I think I've asked this before. The but... cocaine sales representative that got shot in the head. <laughs> He doesn't sell... He's not a representative for <laughs> cocaine. No, he's a representative of Nakatomi who does Towers, cocaine. who deal in a lot of businesses. I mean, like... And he smells know, a lot of cocaine. Oil. Okay. Like, is, is the one trying it on with... The aero industry. They're probably dabbling His cocaine, daughter. I don't know. <laughs> but so, he died at the start. Not no, at the start, no, no, no. but halfway, halfway. Right. No, you're thinking of Mr. Nakatomi. Yeah, he died at the start. No, I'm thinking of Ellis because we've been talking about him a lot, and every time he's been mentioned, I've been like, "Who's that guy?" Um, but he is the the cocaine salesman. Yeah. He's trying to bang John McLean's wife. He's trying to bang his wife. Got the Rolex. He's got the Rolex, but now Gruber's got the Rolex. Holding on to the Rolex. As ha- like because it's precision swish and swish 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 swish, swish, swish engineering. precision swish engineering it's pretty swish it's pretty fucking swish and it's like he's holding on to the rolex mm. like you would hold on to your greed beyond all other considerations if you are an avaricious terrorist thank you ringo hanging off <laughs> the side of a building the only thing Keeping you alive. And I am warning you with peace and love not to send me any more mail. It will not be opened. It will not be answered. And he is. It will be burnt. <laughs> he is like that Greek king dude holding on to the, the, the Greek big My dad. Yeah. Holding My dad. on to My dad. the Rolex. Like it will save him. But really, we all know as the audience, that his greed and avarice could never save him from his inevitable fall. From John McLean's bullet. <laughs> Can I shoot you down again? He's not holding on to it, it's on his wrist. Oh, fuck off. That was <laughs> my one... And he's trying yeah. to raise his gun up to shoot John McLean in the head, and while this is happening, John McLean's unfastening the Rolex... Mm. And he does it just in time. And, oh, Hans Gruber's uh, falling in super uh, slow motion. And then... And the FBI are watching, they're like, I hope that's not a hostage. Ah, flippancy. And then, you know, everything... Everything everything is wrapped up. Everything seems to be fine. And the guy who John McClane has been talking to through the radio this entire time... What's his name? Clancy... Big John. Big John. What's his name? Al Powell. Al Powell. Al Powell, you've been you've been a you've been a real help to me throughout this entire. Al Powell, I can't believe I'm gonna get to see you, oh buddy, buckaroo, oh big Johnny, John, John Johnson. Was he one day till retirement? No. No. But he shot but, a kid once. But he shot a kid once. Oh. And now he can't shoot anyone anymore. That's, oh. that, that's what we talked about earlier in the podcast. You know, oh. earlier in the episode, we talked about, oh, I can't shoot it because, oh, my dick. Um, <laughs> I've stopped following me. And then Al Pal, Al Pal is the only one who can save John McClane. Mm-hmm. When the crazy big old German comes roaring out of Nakatomi Plaza and he's got a big old gun and he's firing into the air. Like a, a freight train full of guns, and... Guns. Just... <laughs> 
Fred Drain made of guns. I think it's a stay out as well. It is. Oh. Either way, he gets taken out by uh, Al Powell with the stubby 38. Oh, oh, I use my gun. And then everyone just kind of goes, Good mm. job, Al Powell. You, you killed a man. This time it wasn't a kid. <laughs> they, they said he couldn't do it. He still fucking did. This time a child is not dead. Well done, Al Powell. The old police training kicked in after all. Then he killed the guy. Hooray, he killed a foreign man. <laughs> Hooray, Al Powell. <laughs> and John McLean. Hey, hey can we Jesus just pause Christ. for a second? Right now, this is real. This, this is, is real. This is live, listeners. I'm coming if it to moves you. towards me, I will hit it with this shoe. I'm it's coming to you dead. from a much closer Get six out. inches towards the microphone, but oh. there is a huge spider oh my God. on the floor. Yep. Maybe that was oh my god, guys, was that Al Pal? That might have been Al Pal. The movie finishes with Let It Snow. This is the, and the credits are up. So just have to add this. Of course. So after We've got to have after to... Al Powell shoots a man three times. Let It Snow. Just, they all go home. After, lovely, after a giant place. bloody spider shoots a man. <laughs> I think it would have been actually quicker to watch the film. Nice. <laughs> I mean, we've spent... I'm not going to say how long it was spent because that would uh, that would uh, undermine the mystery. But thank you very much, listeners, for tuning into yet another edition of films we kind of remember. I've been Sam. I've been Lisa. I'm still Pete. And I think I'm Connor. <laughs> and I think we've kind of remembered Die Hard. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next time and we'll find out then. Thanks. Bye. 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 Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs>